This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Alex Sanfilippo. Alex is the host of the Top 20 Entrepreneur Podcast, Creating a Brand, and the founder of the Creating a Brand Community, an online mastermind and tribe for entrepreneurs. Alex is passionate about helping others excel in life and business. Thank you for joining me today. Roman, I'm so excited to be here today. I love this podcast. Excited to to add some value with you. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Man, I'll start, uh, I'm not going to start at a super young age. Um, I've, I've shared that story many times, but I think what would be most valuable for your audience would just to be starting at my late teens. I, um, I got out of high school and I was kind of at a loss of what to do. I didn't have enough money for school. I wasn't sure what to do with my, with my life really. I had just gotten out of a, a job. I had just invested in real estate and uh, it's right when the economy crashed. Uh, I know that shows my age. It was like 2016, 2007, I'm sorry, 2006 or 2007. And um, it was right when the whole economy wrecked. So I was really in, in a rough spot. I didn't have money for school anymore. And I just started hanging out with some people that, man, that they weren't the right crowd. They weren't the people that were going to put me in any right direction. They didn't have any ambitions for business or for life for that matter. And none of them were bad people necessarily. They weren't doing illegal things or anything. I just realized if I wanted my life to mean something, I had to start getting myself around people that were going to to promote that within me. They were going to really draw that out of me. And I know that it's true. You know, you've heard this many times, I'm sure, but you, you're most similar to the five people you spend your time with. So you really spend your time with. So I decided at that point, late teens, I was going to start seeking out different people in my life. And I went through a season where it was, it was lonely. I'll, I'll be real. You know, there was that transition point where I'm like, all right, I'm not hanging out with these people anymore. I need to, to get out of that. I wasn't mean to anybody or rude. I just kind of started doing my own thing. And over time, I began actually forming community with other people. And for me, I found that through through my church and through my work and things like that. And I was able to start building stronger relationships. And really quick, I realized how big of an impact they had on my life. I went from somebody who had no ambition, wasn't sure to do with my life anymore. I had just made a really bad investment, couldn't afford school to somebody who was now seeing opportunity around every corner because of the people that I hung out with. Uh, from there, I actually went on to helped start a, a small group ministry. It happened to be with my church, but was really big in the community. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, and we really wanted to give back. So we did some sport um, some sport groups um, and all, all different kinds of groups that were just um, about helping other people. So we did some inner city stuff, all kinds of things like that. And I realized the power of community and what it can do for you. We went from two of us starting it to having over 80 group leaders with us. It was actually closer to hundred, I believe, and a thousand people attending these groups every single week. And I saw life after life after life being changed just by surrounding themselves with the right people. So my start came from, from doing that, from forming community. That's where I really began finding who I was. And still to this day, I still believe in, in having a, a group of people over every single week. And I always do that. I believe in having masterminds. And uh, now the latest thing I do with creating a brand is I have an online community because I'm finding that entrepreneurs struggling to figure out what their first or next step are, the ones that need the most help because some of them have the best ideas. They have the, the biggest visions. They're just not sure what to do. And if they, they make a move, they end up spending a lot of time 
uh, on it or wasting way too much money. Those are the different things I see people doing. And so my entire idea for what I do is just to add value to people's lives through community. So it's not always me adding value, but it's at least me making an introduction for you, Roman, and, and somebody else that might be able to help you grow your business and vice versa. And that's, that's what my life has all been around, always been about. That is my journey. That's what brings me to where I am today. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I my origin story kind of came out of that uh, recession as well. I graduated in 2007, 2008 when the economy tanked, so I couldn't find a job. I had a pivot to uh, digital marketing. I've been in, in it ever since. And I think it's important, like you said, the whole community aspect, the whole aspect of people around you. Obviously, some of those people may be very close friends. You've been friends for, you know, a decade, two decades, but aren't necessarily, you know, not necessarily a bad influence on you, but not helping you uh, elevate in terms of who you can become. So like you said, also, you don't have to necessarily cut them out altogether or be mean or rude, but kind of, you know, fade, fade out, you know, spend less time and do your own thing and, and work on improving yourself and become a better person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of comes down to, you know, who are you going to really let influence you and impact you? And for me, I just distance myself from certain people. And again, like I said, I'm never one to burn bridges. I believe if you burn a bridge, you're making a, a big mistake. Even if you're leaving a job, you never know how someone's going to come back into your life later. So it's always good to leave on good terms. So for me, just distancing myself wasn't a terrible thing. No one was ever upset about it. It was, it was a good thing for me to do and for me to do for them as well, because they had different directions they're going in life. And you know, I'm not going to tell anyone they're, they're going the wrong way unless it's clearly illegal or something along those lines. But it's one of those things where I was just like, let me distance myself and make myself uh, get around people because I got myself uncomfortable by like distancing myself. I was alone for a little bit, but then I said, you know, what? I need to get around those right people that can motivate me in the right way. And I believe all my success came from, from that, from that community building. Yeah, I agree. And I think you mentioned the whole mastermind, mastermind component, meeting up with people. I think that's important because you get people in a room with different perspectives and different ways to look at things. And you can refine an idea you have or a direction you want to take a lot faster and kind of throwing out all these ideas on a whiteboard or whatever means you have and kind of at the end of the day, being in a better place that you may have been, you know, in a month or a year, kind of fast tracking to a uh, end goal. Yeah, you know what? I'll actually give you an example, Roman. This is just happened a, a couple hours ago. Actually, right before I was doing this recording, I was on the fr uh, phone with somebody who's in my mastermind. I run a mastermind called FPS Mastermind, Focus, Prioritize, Succeed. I have a couple of their uh, co-leaders in that mastermind group. And uh, we we have conversations every week. But he called me. He just finished up at a conference. He's in um, Las Vegas right now, finishing. I, I'm not sure which conference is exactly. But anyway, he's just finishing up. It's one of the bigger ones. And we had an 18-minute conversation about 12 minutes into it, it, he just got silent. He goes, you know what? I just got more out of this conversation than I've gotten the last five days at this conference. And it's because we were just going back and forth. It wasn't him just listening to somebody. We we're going back and forth. We were doing real-time problem solving, coming up with a solution to a problem that he had. And I'm not a, Roman, I'm not a genius by any means. You know, I'm not like uh, somebody who knows it all or anything like that. It's just the idea of getting, or I guess the act of getting your ideas out of your head and into someone else's mind as well. And then going back and forth to seeing what works. You know, I encourage all your audience on this is not what we're going to be talking about mainly, but uh, get into a mastermind if you're not in one. Start one if you can't find one. They are so valuable to really hash out ideas and begin making progress in your life and in your business. Yeah, I agree. So uh, what motivates you to succeed in 2020? Man, in 2020. Um, first off, a new decade. I feel like it's a clean slate for a lot of people. 
Um, and, and for me, thankfully, over the last 10 years, especially, I've really been able to, to figure out who I am throughout that time. And I think the biggest thing that motivates me to succeed is that I want to help people find their purpose, which I know maybe doesn't even sound like what motive, you know, it's a weird thing to motivate you, but helping other people find that purpose because I've found it, that wakes me up in the morning. That's what I'm excited to get up to do because I believe that each and every one of us, each and every one of us has a purpose. We have something that we're supposed to do with our lives and in our businesses even. And for me, helping people discover that is so meaningful. And I find we live in a world where less and less people know what their purpose is and they feel lost. They wake up and they run aimlessly. They feel like today just went by so fast. This week, this year's already blowing by so quick. And you know, next thing you know, people are gonna be saying this decade went by so quick. And, and you know, thankfully we're not that far into the to the decade yet, but people are gonna end up saying that. And the truth is it's that's what happens when you're not living on purpose, when you're not living with a purpose, and when you can't discover that for yourself, that's that's kind of just the way you feel. So for me, I'm so passionate about this. What motivates me to keep on going every single day is helping one more person discover that purpose within themselves. Yeah, I think that's important because a lot of people kind of coast and go through the motions and yes. even you know become complacent in their situations or become complacent or take a comfortable job. And obviously there's bills, there's different situations, you're taking care of other people but kind of give up on their, you know, the the dreams they have in a way and don't necessarily uh, materialize any of them and don't change anything or any habits in terms of getting to where they want to get. So like you said, time is not going to stop and wait for you. So a decade is going to go by. And if you're coasting like that and not becoming a better person or reinventing yourself or constantly learning, you're going to have that kind of, well, in my opinion, at least for me, that feeling kind of a, of emptiness and I miss something and then you're never going to get that time back. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you know, I think a lot of people assume that purpose means making a lot of money or making a really big impact or having a, a massive following of some sort. But the truth is your purpose can be something so small and I believe it's mostly inward. And when you discover it, it's just a sense of fulfillment and freedom and whatever it is that you're doing. I know a lot of people that they have full-time jobs and they're living in their purpose and they love it. They don't even, some of them don't even have social media and they are still living the purpose that they feel like they're called to live, which I really appreciate that. And I think for all of us to discover it, for me, like that first step, if, if I can just share that real quick, the first step for discovering it is getting control of your time. Because if you don't have control of your time, there's no way for you to discover what your purpose is because you're just gonna go and life has a plan for you. It's not your purpose, but life has a plan for you and it's to run you to the end of it as quickly as possible. So if you don't get control of your time, you're gonna wake up one day and realize that 30, 40, 50 years have passed. I think that's a really dangerous place to be. And so for me, you know, one of the ways that I, I motivate others and help them to discover their purpose, I have an online course that teaches time management and discovering your purpose. And that's something that I absolutely love to be able to do and add value. But I think that people have to understand first off that what purpose and success is, both those things together, is a deep sense of freedom and fulfillment that you have inwardly and then it expresses itself outward. So example, I know some people also that they have a full-time job, but they have a side hustle and they are super happy with both. They, they love their full-time job, their career. They had a lot of value there, but then they also have like that hobby or that side hustle, something they're doing on the side to also just have a good time and express it. And I think that type of thing, again, it's, it's not necessarily what the world says that success is or purpose is, but truthfully, it's an inward thing. It's not something outward. Yeah, I agree. And I think like you said, it's it's dependent on the person. So the person shouldn't necessarily go by stereotypes or, you know, if they are working for somebody else, what other people in that career field are or where they are or what they've achieved. It's what you define as successes to you. And like you said, what what purpose are you living a purposeful life? 
and not be focused on what, you know, the world and things around you are telling you, because ultimately you have to be happy. You have to live with yourself and you have to give yourself permission at the end of the day to become happy and do kind of what you love. And like you said, if you have a full-time job, you're doing something else, you may have, you know, a side hustle or a hobby that lets you express yourself, like you mentioned, and kind of get that creativity out and that self-expression out as well. Yeah, you know, I just finished interviewing somebody named Dane Maxwell, and he talked about being honest with yourself. And I never heard anyone really say it like that, but really being honest with yourself. And he kind of had a different outlook on this. When he was talking about it, he said, be honest to yourself with the point to the point of the negative thoughts that you're thinking, allow them to happen, even write them down and say they're just thoughts, they're not facts about me. So when you feel like maybe you're not fulfilled in life or you feel like you're having a, a tough time or you're not happy, actually admit to those things being true. Sit down and say, you know what, actually, this is right. I'm not happy where I am. Or if this would change, I'd feel much better. Be honest with yourself. Don't try to fit into the mold that the world has for you. Because I think, again, going back to what I said, the world has a plan for you. And I firmly believe that. And there is a better plan for you that is your own. And that's, again, that's tied into purpose, to identity, to who you truly are. And it happens when you're really honest with yourself, when you sit down and reflect and say, okay, am I really happy? I need to allow myself to be happy. What are the things that are holding me back? And being brutally honest with yourself. Um, Roman, I'm probably getting a little deeper than we meant to in this episode, but uh, I hope that that adds value right there as well. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's what matters. Uh, it's about you. And every battle starts with yourself. So I like to say it's kind of you versus you. You have to give yourself permission to, you know, feel a certain way certain times or not. And also permission to let people affect you the way they do. So if there's negativity or, or, uh, around you, you ultimately have to give those people or those words power to influence you, I believe. And if you kind of take the higher road and not let it influence you in that way, it's, you know, solely what's in your mind and in your head. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I think it's very well said. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Yeah, so I talked about time management being something that's really important for me. I really had a hard time with this early on. When I first started making those new friends, I was so thankful to have new community in my life, to have new people that were able to help me out. And I quickly realized that I had trouble saying no, and that was a weakness of mine. The ability to say no uh, is a strength. And when you lack it, it, it's it's actually a weakness that you can have. And, you know, I just wanted to, to really do well to my new friends. I wanted, I was so thankful to have people in my life once again. I just didn't want to say no to disappoint anybody. Here's the deal. If you, if you say yes to everything, you're saying no to yourself. And that's a big problem. If we're saying no to ourselves and the life that we're wanting to live, then we're not going to get anywhere. So for me, the biggest weakness I had to, to overcome was saying no, I had to actually start doing that and start instead of just saying yes to everything that came my way. When I learned that my life completely changed, my ability to manage my time completely changed. So as a weakness, I was able to turn into a strength because now I say no and I say yes to the right things. So I say no to most things. I say yes to the right things. I've been very strategic with my time. It's actually helped me to impact even more people. Yeah. And like you said, if you never say no, you say yes to everything. You can't focus on yourself and truly be happy or do what you want right. or pursue what you want because you're constantly doing things for others, which is selfless. And I don't disagree with that, but figuring out kind of a healthy balance and focusing is the better you are, the better you are for people around you as well. Yeah, exactly. Because when you're saying, when you're saying yes to everything, you know, it, 
it really actually hurts you in the long run because I'm, I'm, I'm about, all about being selfless. Like you said, being selfless, that, that is my life. I firmly believe that everything I do needs to be a selfless act. But if you're saying yes to everything, some of them aren't important things. So there might be far more important, more selfless things that you can do by, by saying yes to them. But if you're saying, um, by saying no to the, the bad things, the small things that don't really matter. Uh, you know, when someone said, hey, can you do this this weekend? Or can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? It's okay to say no sometimes. So you can say yes to the things that have a bigger value, a bigger return on investment, not necessarily monetary, but a bigger selfless act that you can do. So I'm passionate about this because again, this was once a very, very big weakness of mine that been able to turn around and you know, if you get one thing from what I'm saying, start taking saying no seriously. When you do this, your life will change. Yeah. And I think saying also saying no for the right reason. So you're not yeah. saying no to something that may benefit you more or help you grow or help a, a larger goal or somebody in a, like a large, you know, uh, manner and then replacing that with something that may be holding you down, something that's not productive. Exactly. So what's one piece of advice you may have for the audience, personal or professional? Can I give one for each? I'll try to be brief you, here. You can. <laughs> yeah, you can hit both. All right, let's do that. So professionally, um, the biggest piece of advice I can give you, and it kind of goes along with what we've been talking about, uh, saying no and, and even finding community that's going to help you, um, is to, to focus. To find a focus on one thing that matters, one thing that moves the needle forward. So whatever you're doing, um, you know, we're digital savage experience right here. Um, a lot of that's on social media. Social media makes it really hard to focus. You have to be very disciplined to do it. But if you can focus on the one thing that's having the biggest return on investment, it is going to make a huge different difference in your business. So you have to say no to the things that aren't the biggest return on investment. You have to say, no, I can't focus on that. I can't spend time on that. You know, so some people I know that they're getting into TikTok when they have a massive following somewhere else. It could be good to diversify. I'm not saying not to do that, but they would be better spending their time growing their current platform than possibly just trying to start up a new one. Maybe even sub that out would be better. You have to say no to those wrong things. And then where a community comes in with focus is again, kind of going back to a mastermind idea or an actual community, whether it's online or in person, is having those people hold you accountable to staying on your focus. So whatever it is that you said, okay, I'm going to focus on this, tell people about it. So they know that, you know what, uh, Roman told me he's going to stay focused on this. And if a week later, Roman comes back to a, a group with me and he and I are talking and he's like, oh, now I'm working on this. I'm going to say, hold on a second. You told me that you were focused on that. What, what's going on with that? By doing that and staying focused, you're going to go so much further, so much faster. So that's a really big one from a professional standpoint. Personally, on the personal side of, uh, of advice that I want to give is to, to get out there and be intentional with discovering your purpose. Uh, the most fulfilled you'll ever be is when you discover that purpose. The most free you will ever be is when you discover that purpose. Go out there and go after it. Don't follow all the noise of the world. The way that you do this is you sit down and you reflect. You put away all the all the digital, everything digital. I know we're talking digital savage here, but put it all away for just a little bit, even just a few hours. Get a notebook out and start thinking. Listen to some peaceful music even, but just make sure that you're getting alone, getting that time to really get that inward peace and find it from within yourself because it's there. And when you find it, when you discover it, you can begin going after it. That is the most fulfilled life and most free life that you'll ever live. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and actually, I'm going away in a few weeks to uh, the mountains, like three miles away and like, uh, I mean, like 300 miles away and totally uh, kind of disconnecting from technology for a wow. few days to do like a purge in a way. Because obviously technology and, and social media especially gives you that dopamine hit and yeah. people have documented like truly obsessive uh, behaviors and kind of um, unhealthy patterns in terms of social media and just kind of 
chasing likes and how that affects obviously you get dopamine levels rising like you would with any kind of addiction and uh, i think it's important to recharge and like you said i think focus wise you should have whatever your strength is or what you know you're good at and amplify that so you know don't improve your weaknesses necessarily in that sense unless it's like you know people skills or emotional iq then I, that's something that can carry you through life but if it's like a skill like a learned skill be a professional and build that up as best as possible and then learn other things around it that have to do with it on the generalist standpoint and know how to affect it but really good at, get good at your craft and like you said focus on that one thing and it's going to get you a lot further 100% man. You are a great podcast host. I just have to say that <laughs> you do a fantastic job keeping up with what I'm sharing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a work in progress. I mean, I, I appreciate all I mean, I'll take all the, the that positive feedback. But like, I, I learn from each episode and each, uh, you know, each guest themselves and try to get as much value for myself out of the episode and not only for the audience as well. That's it, man. I love that. You're doing a great job. And audience just know Roman is an absolute stud at this. So keep it up, man. Thank you. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not one to have like a big sales pitch or anything like that. Um, as a matter of fact, I have a page on my website. It's um, The website's creatingabrand.com. And if you go to creatingabrand.com slash courses, I have six courses up there. They're completely free. I don't even want your email address or anything like that. I just want to add value to Digital Savage and to Roman and to what he's doing here. Um, and if sometimes those courses get full. If they do and there's something premium that you're interested in, just reach out to me. I'll make sure that I get your audience, whatever they need. But you can also check me out on the Creating a Brand podcast. Everything can be found at creatingabrand.com. That's where, kind of where I that's where I sit. That's where I hang out. If you want to learn anything more about me, I'd love to hear from anybody. If I can add any value, you can find my email address there as well. And I'd love to just help out um, on behalf of Roman because he's a friend and I believe he's doing a great thing here. So I just want to add that extra value if I possibly can. But Roman, thanks again for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.